Coming up. Jesus says, you ain't, you don't understand me. You, you're not fully understanding who right, I am. Right, right, right. You're not fully understanding who I am. And some of us aren't fully understanding who God is. Some of us are dealing with some situations and we think God's going to fix it a certain kind of way. And we, we're asking God for that way, not just asking God to fix it. Because God, you can fix it any way you want. But no, we got in mind a certain kind of way that God's going to fix it. It's a certain job I'm going to get for God to fix whatever I'm dealing with. It's a certain um, whatever I'm going to get to in order for things to change. God, God said, so y'all, y'all not, you're, you're not fully understanding who I am. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. There are some things about God that every believer should always keep in mind. First of all, God is, was, and always will be. Join us for the message series, God Is, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn walk through some of the qualities of God that we can confidently put our trust in. Here's the seventh message in the series, The Omnipresence of God, Part 2. And then verse 37, he says, because he loved you, your ancestors, Love your ancestors and chose their descendants after them. He brought you out of Egypt by his presence mm -hmm. and his great strength mm -hmm. to drive you out before nations greater and stronger than you to bring you into their land, to give it to you for your inheritance as it is this day. So I want to pause right here. Again, I want you to think about yourself and how God brought you out of your Egypt. Whatever was binding you, whatever bound you, God brought you out with his presence and his power mm -hmm. from whatever had you um, wrapped up, yeah. you know, the, the sin that is so easily besets us. Mm -hmm. God is telling them, I brought you out and I did it with my presence Amen. and I made you stronger. Mm -hmm. um, I, I blessed you even to this day. And then in verse 39, he says, acknowledge and take to heart this day that the Lord is God in heaven above and on earth below. Yes. There's no other. There's no Amen. other. Amen. God says, that's who I am. And you need to understand Amen. that. And so Moses, he's telling Moses about his experiences of, mm -hmm. of experiencing the presence of God. Amen. On the mountain and down at the bush. It was me. And I spoke to you in both circumstances. Amen. And, and I want to challenge you because in our lives, we're going to be challenged. And we have been challenged mm -hmm. to worship other gods mm -hmm. through our life, in our life experiences, to serve other gods, to, to worship our abilities. To say it was my abilities that brought me out. Yeah, right. <laughs> and God said, no, it wasn't your abilities mm -hmm. that got you out, that, mm -hmm. that got you into that school or got you that blessing. No, it wasn't your abilities. We want to we say it was my accomplishments mm -hmm. by which I did that, that made life better for me. It was my account. No, 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 no. See, you see, you, you're creating another God. 
Your accomplishments is becoming your God. Your abilities is becoming your God. And God is saying, there's no God like me. There's no God like me. I'm the only one. Nobody's done for you what I've done. And I've done it because of my presence. And then we want to say, well, I, I, it, was, it was my acquisitions. I acquired a bunch of things that got me what I got. No, 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 no. God is saying, no, it was me. Yeah. Because I was present in all those circumstances. Mm -hmm. It was me mm -hmm. that did that. And so you're going to be challenged to worship your abilities, to make your abilities your God, to make your accomplishments your God, to make your acquisitions your God. Right. God say, don't forget. Yeah. No, it's me. Mm -hmm. It was me. Amen. And God is communicating this to Moses. Mm -hmm. So some folks bow down to their trophy cases. Mm -hmm. You know, they got all their trophies mm -hmm. in the case mm -hmm. and their certificates, mm -hmm. the HD, PhDs, whatever HDs and all the other Ds and, and saying, oh, this is my, this is my, this is my worship. And God said, no, it was me. Yeah. It was me. And so don't let those things become your God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Make sure you give credit Amen. to the one and only God Amen. who took you through those experiences. Mm -hmm. And God is trying to remind Moses of his experiences mm -hmm. and how it happened and make sure the people understand. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't nothing you did. It was the all the omnipresent God mm -hmm. that brought you out. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. The third person that God showed that he was omnipresent is Jonah. God showed Jonah he is omnipresent. Y'all know Jonah's story, right? We're going to talk about it a little bit here. Mm -hmm. God showed Jonah he was omnipresent. Um, Jonah 1, 1 through 5, and then verse 17. Um, it says, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of uh, Amittai, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed to Tarshish. I want to pause for a moment to make sure you're walking here. God clearly told Jonah mm -hmm. to go to Nineveh. Yeah. And it says here, but Jonah ran intentionally away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. He intentionally went in the other direction and he headed toward Tarshish mm -hmm. when he was supposed to go to Nineveh. And then it goes on to say, he went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying a fare, I want to stop for a moment. moment. I want to tell you right now that anytime you go away from God, it's going to cost you something. Yeah, It's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Think about it. Mm -hmm. He's God. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> He's God. Yeah. Transcendence of God, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The goodness of God. So when you go away from God, you're going away from transcendence. Mm -hmm. When you go away from God, you're going away from goodness. We talked about this in messages already. Yeah. You go away from God, you're going away from holiness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you run into the opposite stuff. Right. When you go away from God, you go away from his immutability, his unchangeableness. Mm -hmm. You go away from his, his all power, yes. omnipotence. You go away from his all knowing mm -hmm. omniscience and you go away from his omnipresence. At least you think you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Jonah thought he was, so he went away from God mm -hmm. intentionally. 
And then the text reads on, uh, after paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to, to flee from the Lord. Verse four, then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea. <laughs> and a, such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. I want to tell you, you go away from God, you're heading right toward a storm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so Jonah went away from God intentionally and God said, hey, wherever you're going, I'm still there. Mm -hmm. And the ship, the storm arose and the ship threatened to break up. Verse five, all the sailors were afraid and each cried out to his own God. Mm -hmm. And they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. Yeah. And then verse 17, now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. So y'all know they tossed Jonah overboard. Yeah. In order, they said, well, we can save everybody else if we get rid of him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in fact, Jonah told him to go ahead and toss me over because he knew God he knew, had, he knew God had found him or yeah. he, that he hadn't got away from God. Mm -hmm. And he knew he was the cause for the storm. Right, right. But God not only was told him to go to Nineveh mm -hmm. and he went somewhere else, God ended up being where he told him, where he decided to go away from God. And God was also in the water, yes. <laughs> in the fish. Yeah. And we find Jonah there where he prayed. He prayed mm -hmm. in the belly of a great fish. Mm -hmm. And God was there. God was there. <laughs> so God gave Jonah an experience of his omnipresence so that he would fully understand, you can't run away from me. Mm -mm. Wherever you go, I'm there. And I hope we're understanding mm -hmm. that we can't run away from God. So we need to make room. Amen. We need to make room for him. Amen. The fourth person that God showed he was omnipresent is the royal official. The royal official. God showed the royal official he is omnipresent. Mm -hmm. Look what it says here in John 4, 46 to 53. Once more, he visited, speaking of Jesus, once more, he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. Mm -hmm. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Okay, let's pause for a second here. So this royal official had heard about this man who had turned water to wine, this man who had done this miracle, Jesus Christ. And when his son was sick, he was like, oh, I need a miracle worker. Mm -hmm. I heard of one. And so when he found out that Jesus was nearby, he says, let me go ask him to, if he can do a miracle work on my son. Yeah. And look, he said here, he, he went to him and he begged him to come mm -hmm. and heal his son. This is what the royal official says. He says, I'm asking you to come because that's what I think. I believe that you need to come and actually be physically where my son is in order to heal him. Mm -hmm. So he asked him to come. Verse 48 says, 
unless, and this is Jesus speaking, unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, you ain't going to believe until you see a sign or wonder. He said, you people, y'all just want to see something in order for you to believe. Yeah. But look what Jesus did. Jesus did it. This is how much God loves you and I. Mm -hmm. Though Jesus made this mistake, this statement that you only going to believe when you see a sign and wonder. Jesus says, I want you to believe so badly. I'm going to give you a sign and a wonder <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that you would believe. Right, right. All right. Mm -hmm. this, this is a God we serve. God wants us to know this. But then Jesus said, when we're going to see here, Jesus says, but I'm going to go even above that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you my omnipresence yeah. so that you believe. Because mm -hmm. I know y'all you, 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 need that. So look what he goes on to say to him. Again, verse 48, unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him you will never believe. Verse 49, the royal official says, sir, come down before my child dies. See, he emphasizing again, I need you to come. You know, the only way my child can live I know you're a miracle worker, but you have to come. Mm -hmm. Jesus says, you ain't, you don't understand me. You, you're not fully understanding who right, I am. Right, right, right. You're not fully understanding who I am. Mm -hmm. And some of us aren't fully understanding who God is. Mm -hmm. Some of us are dealing with some situations and we think God's going to fix it a certain kind of way. And we, we're asking God for that way, not just asking God to fix it. Because God, you can fix it any way you want. But no, we got in mind a certain kind of way that God's going to fix this. It's a certain job I'm going to get for God to fix whatever I'm dealing with. It's yeah. a certain um, whatever I'm going to get to in order for things to change. Mm -hmm. God, God, y'all, y'all not, you're, you're not fully understanding who I am. Yeah. And then look what happened here in verse 50. After the man kept insisting for him to come, Jesus says in verse 50, Go. Jesus replied, your son will live. Hmm. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on his way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. Yeah. When he inquired as the time when his son got better, they said to him yesterday at one in the afternoon, his fever left him. Okay. Pause right here. Let's get into the scene. So this man had made this journey that obviously took him, you know, hours to get to Jesus mm -hmm. because the people started coming back to go tell him his son was living and he met them on his way back home. And they, he asked them, when did he get better? They said yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yesterday he got better. Mm -hmm. And it was at one in the afternoon that he got bit better and the fever left him. Mm -hmm. Then verse 40, 53 says, then the father realized that it was the exact time <laughs> at which Jesus had said to him, your son will live. Yes. Y'all get this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the man was insisting that Jesus would come to heal him. Right. And now understand this is a long journey wherever he's going to, mm -hmm. because the man started going back and he, he ran into somebody that was trying to come to him yeah. and said, the man boy got better yesterday. <laughs> so he was asking Jesus right. to make this long trip mm -hmm. to come and heal him. And he thought that that was the only way his son would get healed. 
And then he asked, at what time Mm -hmm. did my son start to get better? Mm -hmm. And they told him it was at one in the afternoon yesterday. Mm -hmm. And and then the man realized that was the exact time it was when Jesus said, Mm -hmm. your son's going to live. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was telling him, you want me to come, but I'm already there. <laughs> right, 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 you, right. you want me to go to your house, right. but I'm already there mm-hmm. because I'm omnipresent. I'm everywhere at the same time. But right. you don't understand that. But I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you that I'm God. I'm the omnipresent God. Mm-hmm. And I'm already there where you want me to be. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And at the exact time. Mm-hmm. That he said it. Jesus was standing before the man at the at, at one o'clock, <laughs> and he was at the house at the man's house yeah. at one o'clock yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at the same yeah. time, y'all. Somebody ought to say amen. Yeah. Somebody ought to say amen. He was at the man's house at one o'clock too, standing. The man got his eyes on him. He's looking at him. He see him. He can see yeah. him. He can touch him. Yeah. God, that Jesus is here, but he was there too at the same time. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And the man didn't know it. But guess what happened? When he understood the omnipresence of God, look what the text goes on to say. Look what it goes on to say. I'm going to read verse 53 again. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. Wow. Yep. When God made his omnipresence known, Mm -hmm. the man believed. And not only did he believe, his whole household household. got saved. And it was the omnipresence, this understanding, the omnipresence of God Mm -hmm. that caused him to get saved. Amen. Amen. Oh, God is loving. God is loving. God is powerful. This is what God will do. Mm -hmm. He'll show himself. Mm-hmm. So that we will come to belief, yeah. come to a place of belief. Amen. Amen. And he good. showed the man. That's good. He showed the man that he was omnipresent. Mm-hmm. And his whole household believed. Mm-hmm. And the last experience I want to talk about is you and me. Mm-hmm. Number five, God showed every believer. He is omnipresent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Showed every believer that he's omnipresent. Look what happened here in Acts 2, 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, talking about the believers, mm-hmm. the followers of Jesus Christ. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. So they saw this tongue of fire come on each of them, right? And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. They all got filled at the same time. <laughs> the Spirit of God was in one. It was in the other. They, it was God, God was over there. God was in, 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 in John over here. God was in Peter over here. God was, in, God was in all of them. Right, right. Right? And they all were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And then the Spirit enabled them to speak a language they didn't know. <laughs> God was showing his omnipresence. Yes. through his spirit in each believer. Amen. 
all right? God is showing the believers an experience that God is omnipresent. You mean God could be in me and God can be in him, in her, and him and her at the same time? Oh, yes, yes, he can. Yes, that's the God we serve. Mm -hmm. That's the God we serve. Look what Jesus says in Matthew 28, 18 and 20. <laughs> then Jesus came to them and said, all authority, all power, y'all, in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Therefore, go, make disciples of all nations. Y'all hear what Jesus is saying? I've got all power, so go to all nations. Go south. Mm -hmm. Go east. Go west. Go north. And because my spirit was going to be in you, you can make disciples in all nations, wherever they are geographically wherever they are culturally, wherever they are ethnically, all people groups, go to them and make disciples. Amen. He goes on to say, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit <coughs> and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And Jesus declares, and surely I am with you always. Jesus says, I'll be with you. When you go north, I'm with you. When you go south, I'm with you. When you go east, I'm with you. When you go to the west, I'm with you. Yes, yes. And I'm going to be with you to the very end of the age mm -hmm. because I'm an omnipresent God. Amen. I'm an omnipresent God. And then David wrote a song that talks about his omnipresence. David says in Psalm 139, 7 through 10, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Amen. So I want to declare to you that God omnipresence, he's given all of believers experiences mm -hmm. that God is present mm -hmm. everywhere at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then 1 Corinthians 6, 19 tells us, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you and whom you have received from God? So God, the Holy Spirit dwells in every believer because our bodies is a temple. And it doesn't matter if you're on um, the Southern hemisphere of the earth, the Northern hemisphere of the earth. It doesn't matter where you are. You in Alaska, in Antarctica. It doesn't matter if you in China, in, Jap in Japan, in Russia. It doesn't matter if you're a believer or follower of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is living in you because we serve an omnipresent God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. 
I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. Yes. So, God, when I look back, I find no end to you. <laughs> when I look forward, I find no end to you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you last forever that way, and you last forever this way. Y'all, 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 you got to get yeah. in your spirit. Get the thing in your spirit. This, yeah. this is just the God we serve. He's, yeah. he's forever that way. He's forever this way. Right, right. Oh, that, that's yes. mind-blowing. There's not been a time. There's not been God. a time. Amen. Yes, there's not been a time. Yeah. Without so, God. Yeah. Thank you for listening. 